Today's conversation is with Dayananda and she lives in Outback Queensland, Australia. Hello. Good morning. Hello, you there? We did it. We did it. Okay, so it's it's recording now. And um, as once we hit 10 minutes, I'm just going to hang up on you. Um, you're about to head off on a big adventure, but you've had 10 years of big adventures leading up to today. So um, do you want to talk past or future? Yeah, or I now? think I've had 60 years of adventure leading up to today. <laughs> That's true. That's um, true. Been 10, <laughs> 10 years since I saw you last. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what happened? Oh, yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? So which direction are we going? Which direction are we going? Well, I was talking to a friend a few minutes ago mm-hmm. and, and uh, as, as she walked along the beach on the coast, which made me feel so much better, um, something mm-hmm. and I said, you know, it would be really fantastic. I just recall that my father who was a dentist uh used to yeah yeah my dad was a dentist and back in the day Mm -hmm. he dealt with things from a sawtooth to building creating dentures and um doing x-rays and everything so when a person walked in the door he didn't just a sore tooth and a filling he saw a person and then he worked on their problems from the beginning to the conclusion and and we don't get every now to do my dad's job that he used to do there's probably at least 20 specialists that you need to see and none of them talk to each other and So there is actually no person that walks into each of those doors. There's a an abscess or there's a, a crooked tooth or there's a filling needed yep. or there's a – so there's no actual – and just picking the dental thing because I know it. My dad used to say, oh, my God, I did that. And he actually, because he was involved in the whole person, he – about 25, maybe 30 years ago, um, realised there was a correlation between migraines with a lot of Mm. people and the fact that they grinded their teeth. Uh, That's interesting, isn't it, like looking at the whole person. And, like, in some ways, like having a specialist and that is good if you're in a city. But if you're in country towns like us, remote towns, it's a nightmare. If you yep. have to get dental work done, you have to wait. You have to wait for specialists to come. You've got no choice. Yep. And, yeah, you look at your dentist and go, or your doctor, and your go, doctor. really? Is that it? <laughs> GPs used to see a person. Yeah. You know, you'd walk in the door and they'd know you were Fred Bloggs from down the road and and you'd had mumps and measles and they didn't have to look it up in your records and they could go with the fact that you're over-emotional or that, that you, you know, don't feel pain a lot. They know all these little details and, and that's where, what we don't have anymore. You know, I mean, for, for Dad to be able to create 
a what what do you call it a, a mouth guard for someone to wear at night 30 years ago to stop them from getting migraines was like groundbreaking stuff but nobody knew about it yeah because all these little guys all these were just doing what they could to make life easier for the people they looked after they weren't looking for glory <laughs> they weren't going out and writing papers and trying to change the world. They were just working for the people that came through their door. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And that's all about relationship and stuff like that too, which, hmm. People talk about holistic now, but because we're going specialist with everything, the holistic goes right out the window. Yeah. But even um, connection with families as well, like when – there used to be a tradition of called the gentleman's residence and that was a house that was built with offices in it so that if you're a lawyer or a professional gentleman, you would work from home and so you were near your family, you would be seeing your clients in a home situation so you you had a, like, there wasn't any mystery about who you were as much as there wasn't a mystery about who your clients were as well because you had that that connection with people around you and in your environment and but I think in some ways we're returning to that like we, because people can work from home because of technology so yeah. I wonder but it's certainly not going that way with the scientific professions the medical professions the clinical professions yeah, after my episodes with the doctors and the surgeries and the hospitals and the nurses recently, I I just think that the specialising thing mm. cuts into the compassion. It cuts into the the reason that that health is or could be what it is is that that it involves a person helping another person. But the helping thing gets lost in translation when you've got 15,000 essays to write and you're no longer looking after the person you're treating symptoms that you read about, that you really want to experience how they work. Well, you know, instead of opening up your heart and seeing how they're working or what they're doing, it's go and check the textbook. Yeah, so true. Even nursing. <laughs> I had a doctor who used and she would be Googling things while I'm telling her my symptoms yep. and I'm thinking, I could have done yep. that. But, but yep. you know, there's another level of health professional that's, that's um, my current doctor is, I love my current doctor, and um, her partner is a nurse practitioner. So yep. if I need to, like I go and see the doctor and she is that kind of, you know, clinic, I can do this stage or Oh, there you are. Hello. What yeah, happened? <laughs> Technology. Well, I heard about a nurse practitioner and I had well, one of those at um, Baduri and she was fabulous. I preferred to go to the nurse practitioner yeah. than the doctor. Yeah, exactly, because they have got that. And I guess like because they have extra education as well, like they're probably just as well ed- educated in medicine as doctors were. But that's what they the seem to be trying to do with we the poor nurses as well, which means that they don't have the mm-hmm. the time to to just be loving. They have to be technical 
otherwise they're in big trouble. Mm. You know, I mean, I, I feel mm. sorry for them because they've the got 15,000 billion jobs that people want them to, to be there for or reasons people want them to be there for, whereas the doctor, I'm sure, has always been able to swan in and swan out. You know what I mean, whereas the nurse was always the yeah, one that was the, the, the one know. that you went to if you really wanted to feel, you know, that you knew something or feel good about yourself, you know. The carer, yeah, know, that's the weird, word. Isn't it? And, you know, I'm the carer. Mature. Oh, the carer. Yeah, and that's like they're called the caring professions, but um, because, but the thing is that because of technology, like they, we have to have people who are able to operate the equipment and, and the new advances, and we need people to specialize. But I think that's what that I'm saying. Specialising. That's how I started the whole conversation. Specialising really cuts care. Yeah. yeah. And so we need to have maybe there needs to come the like the nurse practitioners, if they were paid better than what they are now, then you could be just booking in to go and see your nurse practitioner and then they can help you decide if you need to go and see the actual specialist or the doctor or whatever for whatever's going on with you and they can be more holistic You're correct. and help you access the different services half the yep. time you don't know which specialist you need and that's why you're going to the doctor because they're going to filter through and go okay you need yep. a specialist so the, the, as you said the nurse practitioners had the training so um to to, to be yeah. able to advise you and my, my experience with doctors lately yeah. is that they, they've given me no advice. They've said your your x-rays are fine, um, yeah. get out of here sort of thing, and you go, but but where do I go? And they go, I'm not a yeah. physiotherapist or anything. Go and find somebody. So I go off and, yeah, and, and exactly. I have to find somebody who visits once every two weeks and work out where they are and who they are. No one says anything at reception. And you're like, oh, my God. Where do you go with that? You just got to, yeah, yeah. you've got to know the questions to ask before you go anywhere or do anything. And and when you're feeling vulnerable. Well, especially because your doctor is only six minutes, six minutes max, and that's including coming in saying, <laughs> hi, how are you going, sitting down, then Googling as well. You've got to have Google time. So to get your conversation going in six I read minutes all the is pretty signs hard. And we're yeah. with a nurse practitioner. Yeah, I read all the reception desk and, and they, they were all saying it. things like, if you've got more than one thing wrong with you, let us know because we have to make your appointment larger and longer and, you know, and all this stuff and you're like, oh, my God. Where, where do you go with that? No, and more expensive. I know. Yeah. Well, done. you know what? That was cool. That was short. That was sharp. Oh. That was 12 minutes. Wow. And I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you very much. Hang up <laughs> it's been stimulating. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. Cool.